Welcome to Inspiration Rising. I'm your host, David Trotter, and we're here to inspire you to rise up in your life, love, and leadership. Today, I want to introduce you to Allison Lombatis. She's the creator and editor of GetYourPrettyOn.com. It started out as an accountability partner to chronicle her personal style journey out of the yoga pants mom rut. Well, over the years, it's evolved into a space for women worldwide to get style and beauty inspiration, gain confidence, and live prettier lives. Allison has created the first-of-its-kind online capsule wardrobe membership program called Style Challenges. Since rolling out the program in 2014, over 25,000 women in 20 countries have participated. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Allison Lombatis. Allison, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So before you started Get Your Pretty On, which I love the name, by the way, I'm sure (laughs) everybody does. What were some of your biggest challenges when it came to fashion? Well, before I started GYPO, I was working in an office environment. So I felt like I had workwear, you know, pretty nailed down. And my biggest challenge was what do I wear on the weekends or when I get home from work. Uh, So casual style was the thing that tripped me up. It wasn't the workwear outfits, but then I transitioned from working in an office to working from home full-time, which was an amazing opportunity and a huge blessing. But um, my entire career (laughs) wardrobe was completely obsolete. My wardrobe turned upside down and I resorted to wearing my yoga pants every day because quite honestly, I had nothing else to wear. You don't want to put a suit on every morning and hang out. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, you know, I I did this for several reasons, but mainly because that's really all I had. And I had to learn how to rebuild my wardrobe and how to dress for working from home. And that's what led to the creation of my blog, Get Your Pretty On and and me starting these style programs because I don't have a background in style. This is something that I just sort of started the journey on my own. And then I invited everybody else to come along with me and learn as I went, honestly. Wow. What was your background prior to starting this? Okay. So I, I worked for 17 years as an engineer in telecommunications. So completely, totally different. Now I'm, I'm in a more of a creative space and being a creative entrepreneur. Um, but I am equal left and right brain. So both appeal. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay. So talk to the ladies and maybe, you know, some guys today that are listening who might be feeling like, man, it's just not worth the effort or the finances. Like that seems like when I think about the challenges, you know, it's like, okay, well, that's a lot of effort. I don't know what to do. Or that's a lot of money. You know, I I don't necessarily have the money to do that. Why should someone care about the clothes that they wear? And, you know, you just hit the nail on the head. Like that's the biggest obstacle for, especially most women to overcome is, I can't carve out, you know, money in my budget to focus on this and why should this matter? And, you know, a lot of us as moms are putting our money into our kids and dads too, obviously. Um, but we're not really focusing on ourselves. Um, but you know, the way we show up in the world and the way we dress, you know, it for better or worse, it speaks volumes about us. And, Not only that, but more importantly, it's about how it makes us feel. You know, there's plenty of research out there that backs this up, that feeling good in our clothes leads to higher self-confidence, which affects everything in our lives, you know, our relationships, careers, how we show up, Um, you know, just making one small change, like getting dressed every day in an outfit that makes you feel great can make all the difference and just helps you feel that much more put together. It's really, that's really what it's all about. It's about what it does on the inside as much as what we're portraying on the outside. 
part of my background or upbringing says it shouldn't matter. Yeah. Like you, your value is, you know, from within, um, and even, you know, the faith background that I have, you know, it's kind of like, no, 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 it's, it's not what you look like. It's not the dressing. It's what's going on inside of you. And even growing up style, wasn't something that was, um, necessarily highly valued in my home, but I had this, my parents always say, okay, you've got this much for school clothes. And then you'd have to spend whatever else you wanted, you know, to make money to get whatever the brand that you actually wanted. And Mm -hmm. I was always thinking about brands. I was always thinking about style from a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, but I found, uh, you know, it's interesting over the last number of years, I gained quite a bit of weight. And so, I was up to like 255, something like that. I'm six mm-hmm. foot five, so I'm a bigger guy. I lost 65 pounds recently um, on the last half of the year. And I had found that I was, you know, wearing dress shirts untucked, like in a mm-hmm. casual environment, because you just feel more comfortable. Like uh, it's tucked in. Most guys carry their weight in the front. Now I've lost 65 pounds. I went and bought a bunch of new clothes, not only because <laughs> they fit, but because all of a sudden I'm like, these feel good to wear, you know, and I, and I, uh, it was, I'm like, well, it shouldn't matter, but no, it does. It does change psychologically. What we wear really matters and how, you know, we interact with the world. Yeah, absolutely. It's not superficial at all. And I feel like, you know, God gives us an eye for beauty, right? And, you know, being creative with our clothing is another way that we can express our personalities in the world and how we show up. And um, I think getting over that mindset shift is a big hurdle for a lot of us. And, you know, a lot of, uh, of women and men do have to come to this point where if you undergo some significant life change, like a, like a big weight loss or something like that, where you need to rebuild your wardrobe and you want to be a little bit more thoughtful about the choices that you're making. And, you know, you're going to have to spend the money anyway, right? So why not buy things that fit and flatter your body and make you feel great at the same time? Yeah. And there's so, such a wide price range of things that are accessible now, even, um, obviously target, you know, target used to be kind of cheesy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but now, I mean, the clothes are amazing there. Yes. Uh, in terms I, of I style. love Target. <laughs> I have a Target less than a mile from my house and I'm embarrassed that almost every employee in there knows me. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Okay. So if somebody wants to get out of that yoga pants rut, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't really know where to start, what are some of the common mistakes that women make? I think that a lot of women are under this misconception that you need to go out and buy a bunch of clothes or worse yet, they go out and buy stuff, a bunch of stuff and bring it home. And, you know, I used to do this too. You dump it out on the bed and you look at it and you're like, oh, this is cute, but none of the stuff goes with anything that I have in my closet and it doesn't go with each other. So I always recommend, and this is kind of an unpopular step, but once people do it, they're like, oh my gosh, I totally get why you told me to do this. But I always recommend clean out cleaning out your closet first and getting everything out of there that doesn't fit you, doesn't flatter you, is out of style, is something that you haven't worn in years. Because what you're going to realize is that we only wear about 20% of what we have in our closets and that other 80% is just in there. So once you do this process and you see what you're actually wearing and you put it back in your closet, at first it's going to be really shocking, but then you're also going to have that realization that, hmm, this really is all that I'm wearing. So that gives you a starting point. And then you can walk into a store 
armed with a list of things that you actually need, not things that you're assuming you need, or you think uh, you're going to get home and you're going to be able to pair up in a multitude of ways. And this is really, you know, why I love shopping with a purpose and sticking to a capsule wardrobe concept, because I think that every piece that you buy in order to get the most bang for your buck should be able to be paired up in multiple ways. And that's a great goal to have whenever you're adding a new piece to your wardrobe. So you just used that term capsule wardrobe. I was just talking to my wife about our conversation last night. I was like, I'm so excited to talk to Allison. It's gonna be awesome. And uh, I said, she's got this whole thing with the capsule wardrobe, you know, and she's like, huh? Like she didn't, my wife didn't, you know, under get it. And my wife's great stylish, you know, woman. So explain what a capsule wardrobe is for those who don't know. Okay, so for a little history lesson, this is a, a term that was coined back in the 60s by a London boutique owner who created really the first capsule wardrobe. So a capsule wardrobe is a combination of pieces that you can mix and match into multiple outfits. So a capsule wardrobe could be really tiny. It could consist of 10 pieces of black clothing items that you mix and match, like pants and skirts and and tops and blouses and t-shirts and, you know, everything just is able to be mixed and matched. That's a capsule wardrobe in its purest, simplest form. But uh, the capsules that I build are a little bit bigger than that. They generally have around 40 pieces in them, but that includes all of the accessories and footwear. It includes everything that you need to create outfits. And then I strive to create 31 different outfit combinations out of the pieces in my capsule. So I think the biggest benefit of doing things this this way is that, you know, every piece you buy is going to be paired up in a multitude of ways. And honestly, this is like the most budget friendly way to shop. And it also appeals if you have a minimalist mindset and you don't want to have tons of clothes, but you want to know that what you do have, you can wear in a lot of different ways. Then I think that capsule wardrobes are are great for all of those reasons. So you're suggesting I could buy 40 pieces of clothing, including accessories and shoes and so forth. And this may be more probably either workwear or casual, depending on the style of your office environment. Um, So like I could get 40 pieces of casual clothing and you could help me make 31 outfits with just those clothes. Yes. And, and again, that includes accessories. So we're looking at more like, uh, 25 to 30 pieces of clothing that you can create that many outfits from. I strive to put at least four to five different, um, pairs of pants or skirts in each capsule. And you're right. These are separate capsules. I have a casual one and then I do a workwear one. Although the casual outfits could definitely be dressed up enough for um, a business casual office environment. And the workwear ones could be dressed down on weekends as well. So there's a little bit of wiggle room in there between the two capsules. But yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. I, t- I tell you how to take the pieces on that list and I, sh- I send you an email every day and say, hey, here's what you're wearing today. It's kind of like meal planning for your closet, okay? You go out and buy the ingredients, you bring them home. Somebody says, here's the recipe. This is how you create it. So that's that's how I look at this. That's exactly what my wife says. She's like, that sounds like <laughs> meal planning. Like yes. they just tell you what to buy and then what to wear. This is genius. <laughs> exactly. how, did, how did you come up with this concept? Where did this come from? This actually came from my readers. Um, I sent out a survey. When I first started Get Your Pretty On, it started as an accountability partner. It was a creative outlet for me. It was a fun way to share my journey. It was definitely not something I was planning to turn into a business idea, um, but it started to grow 
organically and very quickly. And I realized that there were a lot of women out there who needed something like this. So I did a reader survey in 2013. And I said, if there was something I could create for you, what would it be? What would make your lives easier? And the overwhelming response was, give me a shopping list, tell me what to buy, and then tell me what's where. And I thought, hmm, that's a really interesting concept. Can I do that? So I put together the first shopping list. And then I thought, "There's this shopping list does you no good if you can't mix and match and create different outfits from it. So that's really how the idea for this was born. It was something that was brought to me by my readers and they have been loving it <laughs> ever since then. That's awesome. Um, so as I think about buying these 40 pieces of clothing, I think, I do think about the finances. You know, mm-hmm. I do think about, okay, are, and I, and we'll get into the, the, um, the actual details of how this works with get your pretty on, but you know, are all these pieces like 40 pieces, they're a hundred bucks each. Like that's $4,000. You know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you think through the finances of that? Okay. So I do this in a few different ways. Uh, first off, After about a year of doing the Style Challenge program with me, most women agree that they're spending, if anything, per season, a very minimal amount. Because what I really strive to do is help you build a closet full of basic items that you love, again, that fit and flatter your body, and then reuse those pieces throughout the year. So uh, we usually start with a concept of closet staples. So have these pieces in your closet first. If you can't buy them all up front at one time, when you first start out in the program, it's okay. Curate your closet over time. Do not feel pressured. Just because an item is on a shopping list, you can make substitutions with other pieces in your closet. And we do offer substitution ideas for that reason. But I really wanted this to be a very budget-friendly program. I feel like having a personal stylist is a luxury for most women. And a lot of them can't afford $150 an hour and up for somebody to come into your house and say, hey, this is what you should be wearing or go through your closet or even take you out shopping. So I really wanted something that was going to appeal to women that are on a budget and make it something that they can work with, even if you only have you know, 50 bucks to spend for a season, then you can make this work. We've had women who have completely thrifted their entire capsule wardrobes and they have found, I was talking to someone on a podcast yesterday and she told me she found one of the dresses for the challenge at a thrift store with $165 price tag still on it. And she got it for 50 cents. So there's, where there's a will, there's a way. It just takes creativity. (laughs) What are some of those basic items? You said those core items that you, you know, every woman needs in her wardrobe. Yeah. So I recommend every woman has a great fitting pair of dark wash jeans. Um, that is certainly something that you would want to look at as an investment item, although it doesn't have to be. I've found some cheap jeans that have fit me great and have held up wonderfully. So um, if you're going to spend a little bit of extra money on things, the things that I recommend doing that with are some nicer leather goods. Um, think shoes and boots, belts and handbags, wallets and accessories, that sort of thing. Something that's going to stand the test of time is you really want to look at your purchases on a cost per wear basis. And if there's something that, you know, for years I would buy the trendiest purse every season and I was spending a couple hundred bucks a year until I finally came around to the mindset that I could save up that money, buy one investment bag, and I've had my investment bag for four years and I have no plans of getting rid of it. So um, I think that you have to think through your purchases on that level a little bit too. I also recommend having, you know, a nice classic 
coat for every season. Uh, trench coats are great for spring and fall as are utility jackets, uh, wool coats and parkas for winter. You know, those are all great investment items that you're going to use season after season, year after year. And then you can have fun with the seasonal trends because most trends are pretty inexpensive. I never recommend spending a lot of money on trends because they usually come and go pretty quickly. Now, if a trend has a little bit of staying power and it sticks around for a few years, then that's certainly an area that you may want to say, I really like this piece. I'm wearing it a lot. I want to upgrade it to the better quality uh, piece. But I think a lot of times... Give me an example of that. Give me an example of a recent trend item that you go, okay, I had this at the Target version Mm -hmm. and I want to step it up. Okay. I have a real life. I have a real life example of this. So I bought myself a pair of leopard print flats at Target uh, six years ago. And I thought like leopard print was really having a resurgence at that time. And I thought, okay, this is going to be a trend that's probably just going to kind of come and go. Um, But it didn't. And I wore out those leopard print flats. I think I wore them for two to three years before I finally said, I'm going to buy a nice, you know, calf hair pair of leopard flats and, and spend you know, over a hundred dollars for these, because I know that I wear this item all the time and I want to get a lot of use out of it. So that's, um, that's a perfect example of how a trend sure, has sure. come into existence and then just hung on for a while. Gosh, I cannot agree even more on the jeans, even for guys. Like I'm wearing seven jeans today that probably cost me $125 at Nordstrom rack. So they were on sale, probably half price or something. Mm-hmm. I wear these things all the time because they fit so well versus the pair that I get at Gap that are, you know, 40 or 50 bucks. They're fine, but mm-hmm. they don't feel the same. And so that feeling of the higher priced item, it it's amazing. It is worth it. Is it not? It's absolutely worth it. And you know, a lot of times I tell women to don't confuse, um, price with quality because they're not the same thing. Like sometimes you could go out and spend a couple hundred dollars on something and it might not be the best quality, uh, or, or the, you spend it because it's a name brand and it's not the best quality, but yes, more often than not, when you do make those investment in investments in those types of pieces, they're the ones that make you feel like a million bucks. I'm going to be totally honest. Whenever I put on any of my investment items, I just feel like I can conquer the world. I mean, there's that feeling of confidence that comes from that as well. So it's, it's totally true. Before we continue the conversation, I want to ask you for a quick favor. Will you subscribe to the Inspiration Rising podcast on the iTunes podcast app on your phone? Now, it's also available wherever you listen to podcasts. All you have to do is search for Inspiration Rising. Click subscribe, 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 subscribe. Why? So you won't miss a single inspiring episode. We search for the most inspiring guests to help you rise up in your life, love, and leadership. And you don't want to miss out. So subscribe and then leave a quick review. Click some stars, preferably five, and leave a sentence telling me what you enjoyed the most. All right, let's jump back in to the conversation. Give me some examples of, uh, I love this language that you're using, an investment item. Give me some examples of those with some name brands that you go, man, I, I, this piece for me, I just enjoy it. Like, I love it. It makes me feel great. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you about a few of my investments and over the years, please understand that I've curated these. And, um, my first big splurge that I ever made on myself was I bought myself a Louis Vuitton, never full, the big, (laughs) big, big tote bag. 
Yes. I love that thing. It is served me so well. I take it when I travel, I stuff it full of stuff. It serves as a laptop bag and it's my everyday bag because it's lightweight enough that I can take most of the stuff out of there and carry it all the time. So that is definitely been one of my biggest and best investments. I also treated myself to a Burberry trench coat a few years back. Ah. I found it though through a resale site. So I ended up getting it at about a third of what I would have paid retail for it. And it still had the tags on it. So that was like, my that's big, awesome. <laughs> that was my big win in that regard. Um, I think Nordstrom is a great place to buy investment type pieces that are classic items. Like you said, jeans, um, great t-shirts. You understand like it is so hard and maybe this is a case for men too. I think my husband also runs into this. Like it is so hard to find just a really nice well-made t-shirt that you can wear for every day. And it's going to hold up and look great wash after wash. And Nordstrom is a great place to get those basics. Also, you know, your button down shirts, Oxford's and, and that type of shirt, definitely, um, Nordstrom for those pieces. Uh, and I think a nice belt, I think everybody should have a nice belt and they're totally worth the investment. And that's something belts are making a comeback for the past few years. They sort of fell out of being in vogue, but now they're back and they're huge. And, um, yeah, so I would definitely recommend that. And of course, you know, shoes I've bought, you know, a pair of riding boots that I spent, close to $400 on. I've been wearing them for six years. I plan to wear them for the rest of my life. If I'm able to, I will get them resold. I've taken good care of them. And it's just, you know, when you do put that money into something, it makes you want to take care of it. It makes you want to wear it and, and preserve it and have it longer term too. Yeah. And the issue right there is the cost per wear, as you said. Right. Like, man, you've worn those for multiple seasons. And so now you're, you're getting your usage out of it. I love that. You know, I, I go back to the, um, the external factor of like the Burberry jacket or the Louis Vuitton bag and think, Mm -hmm. okay, um, how much of that is creativity? How much of that is culture? Mm -hmm. You know, that, that is the hip thing. Um, that's the thing that's in style. Um, how much of it is quality? I mean, I, I do, I wrestle with that a little bit. You know what I mean? Of like, how much am I buying into just a capitalistic culture mm-hmm. versus I really enjoy this. Like this really is uh, comfortable or it's fun or is there identity is part of my identity wrapped up in that item as well. Like, do you wrestle with that at all? How do you play How do you play that out? I do. And I think it goes back to, again, that brands and quality, <laughs> are not exactly synonymous with one another. And for me, I feel like I connect with certain brands on a gut level. And I think that that guides a lot of my decisions and purchases and in my style choices, because I love both. I love the history of both Louis Vuitton and Burberry. And I I like to research, you know, the history of brands and is especially fashion brands. Um, And these have both been around forever and um, they do have consistent quality with their products too. So I feel like for me, it's more of a gut level type of thing. Uh, I think that cultural stuff does come into play a little bit, but you also have to give yourself that gut check as well. A lot of women are listening and they're looking at their husband or, you know, partner's wardrobe mm-hmm. and they're, they're cringing 
you know, whether it's the, all the, you know, the funky t-shirts that from the, you know, the 5k run or the, the sweatpants that, you know, are not joggers, they're sweatpants, you know, right. Mm -hmm. How do, how do you as a woman or wife approaching if they're, you know, have a, a husband or a partner, how do you approach that? Like, how would you suggest that women talk to their husband about these things without being nagging or offensive? Okay. (laughs) I have a personal story to share in this area as well. So my husband was a little bit resistant to my style tips. And um, last year I had to really twist his arm and say, Hey honey, I think it's time to update your wardrobe. And he would go shopping with me and he would kind of grumble around and say, Oh, you're just trying to turn me into something that I'm not. And, um, and how would you, how would you describe his style, you know, prior to this point? Like, does he go to an (laughs) office and does he go to an office environment where it's a tie or is it like more casual business casual, or is it more, you know, work working? Like, tell me about his style. His office is anything goes. So I describe his style and this is, this is going to sound so mean. I would describe his previous style as, um, washed up surfer. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) And you know what really helped with this? So last year we were on vacation and we were on our way back and he had on this outfit that was in the surfer realm. And a lot of surfers in Texas. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So my kids actually, our kids, you know how kids are brutally honest. Thank goodness for them. How old are they? Um, so we have older kids, so this helps a lot. Our oldest, our son is 22. Our middle daughter is 19 and our youngest is 14. So our two older kids kind of ganged up and decided that they were, they've had it with dad's style and, and, you know, they're kind of like over being seen with him. And, and so our son said to me, why do you let him dress like that? And I said, I don't have any control over this. And I, so I told my husband that I said, you know, the kids are kind of starting to say things about your style and they want to know why I don't just take you out shopping and do this with you. And honestly, I think it was a light bulb moment for him because he'd been hearing it from me long enough and it didn't matter. It was like hearing it from someone else and hearing it from the kids that that was the time that finally stuck with him and resonated. And he said, okay, let's go, let's go out. And, and like you, we went to Nordstrom rack. That's where we started. And we got sure. him some nice jeans, some great fitting jeans, a nice pair of fry boots, um, some nice shirts and a nice belt. And that's where we started. And it didn't take, I want to say we spent around $400 that first time out, but we were able to get him a good bit of classic items that he's still wearing, you know, to this day. So, uh, I think with women, you really do need to approach it carefully because they do feel like you're nagging at them or you're trying to change their style or make them into something they're not. And, um, and, and it's, it's really not about that. You know, it's about opening their minds and maybe just saying, are you open to doing this shopping trip with me? Are you open to maybe trying some new styles and, and they'll come around eventually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's funny because as I was looking at the, the items that you are putting in your capsules, you know, um, they are pretty middle of the road in terms of accessibility for women, as I would describe. I live in Southern California, so there are a lot of different styles. Yes. You know, you know even for women, there's, you know, can be even like a punk rock style or surfer, mm-hmm. surf skates style. Yes. There's um, like super modern. Um, how would you describe your style and the style that you present via Get Your Pretty On? Okay. So it starts out with really classic basics and, you know, just very traditional styling, because I feel that even if you decide to take 
a boho or a preppy or a modern or an edgy twist to the outfits, you're still able to do that. If you start out with with some classic basics, just like a pair of great fitting jeans and a white t-shirt can be the base of so many different looks. You could put on a black moto jacket. If you like edgier style, you can add in anything to those basic outfit pieces. Like you could throw in a moto jacket and make it edgy, or you can put on some funky shoes. If you're, you know, more modern, or you can do something preppy with that. Um, you can add on a denim jacket or whatever it takes to make the pieces your own. And that's really what I encourage in this is I really want women to experiment with their style. And by giving you a template to start with, that gives you a starting point to say, okay, I like this basic outfit, but maybe I can take it to this place or that place. And it just really gives them that leverage. So we do also give them some tips and we have seriously every type of style imaginable represented in our private Facebook community, which makes things so much easier because we have women from California. We have women from Canada. We have women from Europe and they're all bringing in their different takes on these outfits. And I love seeing how many different representations they can create from them just by putting a little bit of creative spin on it. So describe to me what a style challenge is and how does it work? Okay. So the style challenge is my online personal, personal styling program. And it's only called a challenge because I'm challenging you to get out of your comfort zone. There's no competition involved whatsoever. Um, but again, it started, you know, whenever GYPO readers came to me and said, can you do this for us? And I was like, Hey, I'm in, let's do this. And when I first created it, I thought I'll be happy if 50 women sign up for this. 500 women signed up right out of the gate. So I knew that this was something that they were really looking for and excited about. And since we started it, over 25,000 women in 20 different countries have participated and have built capsule wardrobes for every season of the year. So the first thing you get is a shopping list. And on that list are some classic items, which I call closet staples, which every woman should have in her closet. And then you check off any of those items you already have that are on your shopping list. It also has on some seasonal trends. So you get to try out a few different trends every season. I try to be really mindful of the trends and look at things that are really wearable in everyday life. Um, If you look at runway trends, you're probably saying, oh my gosh, there's no way I could ever translate that into something that's everyday wearable. And that's really the challenge is finding the trends that I feel women can actually wear in their everyday lives. So once they have the pieces in the capsule, then every day I send them a different outfit idea to their inbox. So like I said before, this is really like meal planning. It is, um, we're all faced with decision fatigue and this is just one less decision you have to make. You log into your email, you open it up, you say, there's my outfit today. You have the pieces in your closet already. You put them on and voila, you're dressed for the day. Uh, we also provide resources like, um, classes, master classes on how to find the best fit for your body type. We provide color palette um, options for women so that you're not just tied to the color palette that I create with the capsule. If those colors don't flatter you or you like other colors, uh, you'll have the option of swapping those out. And um, really, you know, the Facebook community is the best part. Honestly, this was a byproduct of the challenge that I never expected to be the best part of the challenge, but it truly is like the women in there are so kind, so supportive. And, uh, it's funny because like they'll go into fitting rooms, like I'm an old Navy, which pair of pants should I buy? And they put pictures in there and they have like an immediate response from 20 people. Yeah. So our, our group is extremely active. They post selfies of their outfits. They share shopping tips. Uh, we have every size represented from, 
zero to 24 plus. We have women in there from, you know, their late twenties to their early seventies. And it's so much fun to see how these outfits come to life on such a wide variety of body types and ages. And uh, I think the biggest piece of feedback I get from women who do the challenge is that they've discovered confidence and they feel empowered to make style decisions now, even though I'm providing them with the tools and resources at first, it's really teaching them to be able to go out and do this on their own as well. So now how does this, uh, differ? I know the answer to this. It's pretty simple, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I, I know you get it all the time. How does this differ from something like a stitch fix or a wantable something where they're sending you clothes, a couple of items or something? Yes, that's the most asked question that I get. And I think it's the biggest point of confusion is that people sign up and say, are you going to send me a box of clothes? Uh, We don't do that. (laughs) However, the style challenge works really, really well with those programs like Stitch Fix and Wantable. Um, I'm a Stitch Fix subscriber. I will communicate with my stylist and say, hey, I'm looking for these certain pieces and then she'll send them to me in a box. So the way that this differs is you get to work within your own budget and shop at the stores that you love. So I'm still giving you the styling ideas, but you're not forced into purchasing something that maybe doesn't fit your budget or your lifestyle or whatever. Uh, You have that flexibility to go out and curate the pieces on your own. And I think that's the beauty of this program is that um, we're not tying you into any one particular brand. And that's how we can make it work for so many different ages and body types and sizes too, because they can go out and shop at the retailers. And don't get me wrong. I do give you suggestions. You have, um, we have a whole catalog of recommended items and links to online retailers. You can shop online, you can shop in store of pieces that my team and I pre-vet for quality and fit and all that good stuff. So if you want to see if you want to go out and buy those pieces and you certainly can, but you also have the freedom to purchase whatever works best for you. I was just going to bring that up because I love that part of your, your platform is that, you know, you've got like, I think I probably saw eight links for a pair of black jeans, you know? So it's like eight different sources. Oh my goodness. Look at all these options that I have that I can go and look at from, you know, all different sizes and all different styles of those black jeans. I thought that was very, very helpful. And maybe I go and I look online at the options and then I actually go to the store if I want to try them on or something. Mm -hmm. I just thought, man, you've invested a lot of time to help women think through. And I'm, you know, the whole time I'm going, when is Allison going to do this for men? Come on, step (laughs) up. Uh, Well, the answer is I am going to do this for men. Uh, I have done a few style challenges for men in the past, and I am also working on creating a closet staples uh, wardrobe builder for men. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to collaborate with um, some other men in the fashion field so that I'm sure that we're on track with this since I've done so much women's style. But uh, I've had a lot of women come to me and ask for this resource. I think, uh, you know, a lot of wives are out shopping for their husbands and they're not sure where to start. And uh, we've gotten some really, really positive feedback from the past seasonal capsules we've done for men. So I would definitely like to expand into this category a little bit further in the future. Now, was your husband disappointed that he wasn't your partner in that effort? <laughs> I'm sure that he'll help out. I, I'm, if we need somebody to go out and try on the pieces and you know vet out some of the decisions that are made, I, he's always game. And I'm sure that he'll be on board with that too. Now, the pricing for these style challenges for the the capsule wardrobes is very inexpensive. I mean, it was like thirty nine dollars, something like that. Is that is that right? 
Yes, it is. And again, you know, I wanted this to be a product that I felt could be accessible for any woman with any budget. And, you know, you are going to go, going to have to go out and buy some clothing. There's going to be some investments that you're going to make, be making after the initial purchase. But for the style advice itself, I wanted this to be something that we could reach a massive amount of women with and make personal style really accessible for everyone and democratize it because I think that it's so important for us to feel good in our clothes. And I don't think that's something that should be reserved for the wealthy or people that can afford to have a stylist come in and do this for them. So that's why I wanted to keep that price point low and um, really just keep it accessible. Basically, you know, if you're, if you're only thinking about a month and the style challenge, goes beyond a month because you're just providing the the outfits for the 31 days but i'm paying you like less than a dollar a day to be my personal stylist exactly (laughs) yes so i mean it's like that's what i say i'm like it's less than netflix a month and you get this personal style advice and it's been um you know i think that's the light bulb that goes off in a lot of women's minds that they're thinking oh okay this is something that um, you know, I can do for just a small amount of money. And it's something that makes me feel really, really good about myself. And some women don't go out at first and buy the pieces on the list. They just join it, get the advice, join the Facebook group, and they sit back and watch and listen and learn. And I think that's a great approach to take to this as, as well, because there's so much that you're going to gain just from watching how the other women are doing it. Um, and that's going to help to guide your decisions as well. So Allison, one of the things that I know in talking to entrepreneurs is so important is your why, like the reason why you're doing this. And it's, it's, yes, there's a financial, you know, you need to monetize what you're doing because you've got to be able to pay for your time to be able to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. But your why goes deeper than that. So tell me your why on this, like last question, give it to me, help me understand your why, because that as, as people hear your why, I want them to also be asking themselves, what is my why? Why why am I doing what I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's funny. It goes all the way back to when I was 15 years old and I felt like I was, uh, and I talk about my faith a lot um, through my coffee chats I do on Facebook Live and and through my blog. Um, But I felt like God was telling me at a very young age that I was gonna influence the lives of women. But I never really knew what that meant or how it would manifest. And I spent many years in a corporate career that, paid well, paid the bills, but I wasn't passionate about at all. Um, so I started to explore other options and, you know, I went down the path of life coaching, which was really powerful and I loved it, but I still felt like there was something else in there. I just didn't know what it was. And through, you know, doing this style challenge, I'm able to not only make women's lives easier, but I think the best part is just seeing the confidence and seeing that it acts as a springboard in their lives for so many other things. Like, We've had women who've done the style challenge that said it was the thing that kicked off a career change for them wow. or, or it was the thing that, you know, made them decide that they wanted to go back and finish their degree or, um, I'm getting chills while I'm telling you this because yeah. like, I can't even believe that, you know, just the simple act of refocusing on themselves and building their wardrobes and feeling good in their clothing again was the one thing that, you know, we've had a lot of women who have done the style challenge who have embarked on a major weight loss journey or have worked on their relationships. Like (laughs) women come and say, my husband's paying attention to me again. He's complimenting my outfits. He wants me to go out and shop and I feel good. And that's, you know, making a difference in my relationship. And, uh, you know, I think that that's really what it's all about is that it's one small tangible thing that I can put out into the world 
that is actually making a difference. So it's not the way I ever thought it would be or could have ever imagined or dreamed, but um, it's even better than that. So that's my why. I love it. Beautiful. Well, I'm, I'm very inspired by what you're doing. And I love, I love that you're making a difference in people's lives. I totally see how it can make a difference. And I see how the Facebook group becomes this massive community of people just cheering each other on as they're making those differences. So thanks for sharing your story. And, um, I, you know, we'll obviously point people to your website, get your pretty G-Y-P-O, as you said. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. And yes, we also have a freebie for your listeners too, where they can download a sample capsule wardrobe. Um, So that's going to be at getyourprettyon.com slash launch yourself today if they want to sign up for that and get a taste of what it's all about. Absolutely. Okay. So um, you guys, you have to check this out. I logged in. I felt awkward. You know, I'm not a gal, but I signed up. I resisted joining the Facebook group because I thought you might deny me or think I was some weird stalker (laughs) or something. So I didn't join the Facebook group, but I jumped in and I got some of your freebies because I wanted to really get, you know, behind the scenes on what you're doing. So you guys got to check that out. It's getyourprettyon.com forward slash launch yourself today. Make sure you go and sign up for that to check out a sample capsule wardrobe. And I will have all those links in the show notes as well. And I'm going to tell you guys, um, you should watch the YouTube video of this because Allison's room, the color behind her, it's like a mint green. How would you describe that? It's like a mint green. It is. It's a very pale light blue. And I was between doing this color and like a pink ballet slippers color. And then I thought, well, um, I wanted to make it super girly. I'm just going to be totally honest, (laughs) but uh, I ended up settling on the blue. And I think that it's worked really, really well with all the other decor in the office too. I, I love it. It's beautiful. Thank it's a you. little different than my office. I'm into the kind of the mid-century, modern, eclectic, antique kind of vibe, you know? Yes. I see your typewriter back there. Yeah. That's awesome. You've got like 15 of them. They're amazing. <laughs> well, Allison, it's been great to be with you today. Thanks, David. I appreciate this opportunity and I loved um, sharing some style tips with you. If you've been inspired or learned something from this episode, do yourself a favor and tell a friend. By sharing a learning with someone else, you'll actually be solidifying it in your own mind and heart and more likely to implement it in your own life. Tell them about our conversation and let them know that they can listen to the Inspiration Rising podcast on the iTunes podcast app on their phone. Check out our website at www.insporising.com. That's I-N-S-P-O rising.com and on all social media platforms as Inspo Rising. Now, as you go out about your day, may you be inspired to rise up in your life, love, and leadership. I'll talk to you next time.